It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Government sucks at doing stuff. <laughs> You're listening to the Pursuit of Happiness Radio. Good for you. The government are a bunch of clowns. The Pursuit of Happiness Radio. Guns don't kill people. The government does. The Pursuit of Happiness Radio. The American government lies to you. The Pursuit of Happiness Radio. It's the government, all right? People don't work there because they're geniuses. The Pursuit of Happiness Radio. We have less brains in Washington right now than we've ever had since we've been a nation. Islam is moving like a boulder down a hill A thousand pages in the Quran that say to kill My heart is hateful, I want to hear your screams But working at Amazon is harder than it seems Feels like I've been working in Amazon Nobody will help me find A place I can pray A place I can pray Will eventually kill you But in the meantime you must provide A place we can pray A place we can pray There are millions of Muslim jihadis If your head is heavy, I would chop it off for free Sometimes you ask me, where do I belong? But in my vision, Muhammad wrote this song The New York Times, John Nolte put it quite well. The New York Times is trolling us, guys. The New York Times is apologizing for getting the details wrong of that now obvious misreporting of the hospital hoax. 
You know what's interesting about this? You know who's doubling down on this? Rashida Tlaib. Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib is demanding an investigation into whether or not Israel actually did it. They said, no, 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 it's too soon to say for sure if it was Hamas, even though we've got video footage and we made up the number of people that were affected. And it didn't even really hit the hospital. It hit the parking lot. Now we got video of the rocket or missile or whatever it was coming over here from this Hamas base. But this isn't about Rashida. It's about the far left New York Times trolling the world yesterday with a shrug. Whoopsie doo. Whoopsie daisy. And basically admitting the disgrace news outlet spread the Gaza hospital hoax because, quote, they relied too heavily on claims by a terror group. I think it's worth noting that even though there's no doubt a Hamas-affiliated terrorist group launched the rocket in question, the disgraced New York Times is still not admitting it. You know what else is weird? According to numerous reports, the hospital wasn't even hit. The explosion landed in the parking lot. The images appear to show that it was barely even grazed, aside from broken glass and shrapnel. 500 people died, they said. Oh, can we see the corpses? No, 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 move along. It was the Jews. They did it. Here's what the New York Times said. Quote, the Times' initial accounts attributed the claim of Israeli responsibility to Palestinian officials and noted that the Israeli military said it was investigating the blast. But the early versions of the coverage relied too heavily on claims by Hamas and did not make clear that those claims could not immediately be verified. It goes on here. The, the, the closing paragraph is really something. You'd think you were reading a blog run by Mental Defects launched last month, not a 172-year-old newspaper that's covered, I don't know, a few dozen major wars. Listen to this, quote, Given the sensitive nature of the news during a widening conflict and the prominent promotion it received, Times editors should have taken more care with the initial presentation and been more explicit about what information could be verified. Newsroom leaders continue to examine procedures around the biggest breaking news events, including for the use of the largest headlines in the digital report to de determine what additional safeguards may be warranted. Order! No one told us not to listen to terrorists, George. How are we supposed to know not to listen to terrorists, George? Can we look at the rabbits now, George? Can we? Can we? The disgraced New York Times seems to believe Hamas. Why? Well, for one reason, the Times and its depraved staff of anti-Semites wanted to believe Hamas. That's really it. The New York Times knew this was a lie. How could they not? And they ran with it to gin up their hate against Jews, to spread violence, to gin up violence through the Mideast against Jews and Americans and Westerners. Why? Because the New York Times is politically and monetarily profiting from both. Y'all remember? Y'all remember that Buried by the Times? Buried by the Times is a book and a documentary about how during the 20th century, for decades, for decades, the New York Times played down the effects of the Holocaust. They either denied it or, or played it down as if it wasn't a big deal. And then in the 90s, they quietly apologized for it on page 40. And now the Times is asking us to believe, oops, whoopsie-doo, we didn't know. We screwed up. This is a troll. Trolling is the only explanation. The New York Times got caught red-handed playing propagandist, and they decided to respond with a troll disguised as an editorial note that boils down to one word, oops. Oops, we believed Hamas. And now they're all sitting in the newsroom chuckling away. Hey, I told you, Rubes. Whoopsie-doo. Ha, 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 ha. No matter how vile you believe the corporate media to be, they're, they're, they're even worse than that. No matter how bad you are, they are worse than you think they are. What these evil people are capable of doing, at least, at least answer a question that's perplexed decent people for 70 years. How could something like the Holocaust be allowed to happen? Well, now we know.
Now we know the answer. Thank you for showing us. Ken Webster's Pursuit of Happiness, a radio show that's just as good when you're driving around sober as it is when you're drunk at home. I don't, I don't want to make the whole show about bad journalism, but listen to this report at townhall.com. I mean, this is just, this is mind-numbingly dumb. Apparently, apparently at CNN, they decided the main thing you needed to know about was whether or not Hamas was getting tampons. Just when one might think the media has reached the lowest pit in its coverage of Hamas, by uncritically parroting its terrorist disinformation about a fabricated Israeli strike on a hospital. We talked about it in the last segment. It didn't actually happen. CNN returned to the scene of the Hamas crime to fangirl over what the terrorists allegedly prepared for innocent hostages taken during the barbaric attack and massacre of October 7th. Listen to this. CNN's Aaron Burnett said, quote, some things stand out in their, in their mundane necessity. You're talking about tunnels. We know these tunnels of ventilation. We know that they've been known to have air conditioning. This has all been reported, and we've heard from the Israelis over the years. She continued before addressing what was revealed by Israeli hostages being released uh, by Hamas on Monday. She said, the fact that she's saying she was held underground for more than two weeks, that there was shampoo, there were antibiotics, there was guard per hostage in the experience she had, that there were medics and paramedics, and obviously she's an elderly woman. You guys, did you see this woman on TV as an elderly woman? Had, had medical needs, and they had the medicine. They were taking care of her. They were giving her whatever she wanted. They were, she was getting, she was playing video games and doing, doing Taibo lessons. But living with Hamas is the best, according to CNN. Aaron Burnett said the Hamas captors were, the fact that they took such good care of their hostages, excuse me, detainees, it's pretty stunning. She says, quote, you've got to contrast that with what's happening above ground. There isn't water. There is no shampoo. They're using toilet water. There's no morphine of any kind for amputations. There's no antibiotics. Yeah, we know war is ugly, lady. It's bad. What's weird is that you're trying to make it sound like even though the war is terrible, being taken hostage, excuse me, detained by Hamas is really great. Hamas terrorists may not have the most basic needs, but boy, are they sweet to their captors. Right? Right, Aaron? Is that what you're saying here? Oh, she's the best. Mundane necessity, right? You're talking about tunnels. We know these tunnels have ventilation. We know that they've been known to have air conditioning. They've got, this has all been reporting that we've heard from the Israelis over the years. But the fact that she's saying she was held underground for more than two weeks, um, that there was shampoo, there was antibiotics, there was a guard per hostage in the experience she had, uh, that there were medics and paramedics, and obviously she is elderly, the other woman who was released also elderly and had medical needs, and that they had the medicine needed, and if not, something uh, similar to replace it. Um, it is pretty stunning, because you've got to contrast that with what's happening above the ground, right? Where there isn't water, never mind shampoo, Okay, they don't have water. They're using toilet water. There Stop is right there. Apparently, they're quite impressed with Hamas's preparation for the massacre of 1,300 Israeli civilians and visitors that included a plan to take a significant number of hostages back into Gaza. They said, oh, tampons and things. That's a level of, oh, that's just beautiful. That is just great, isn't it? 
I don't understand why CNN's defending Hamas. I don't understand why Google is defending those idiots at Harvard. Here's an interesting report in The Examiner. Google's once again shown their true colors. Their effort to suppress the readership of news about the radical students at Harvard University who voice support very publicly for a terrorist organization. Hamas is a terrorist organization. According to who? According to Joe Biden's State Department. But that didn't stop Harvard students from rushing to their defense after uh, the October 7th attack in Israel. Isn't it weird? I keep going back to this. Isn't it strange? The people that were murdered were people at a music festival listening to electronic music, probably taking ecstasy and, and mushrooms and... That's what it was. It was a music festival out in the desert. It was like a Burning Man style thing. And these paratroopers come dropping in while kids are tripping on acid and smoking weed and drinking beer, whatever they're doing. The very things that college kids do. And they murdered them and they raped them. Along comes Harvard's college kids, the very kids that spent the summer going to Lollapalooza, Bonnaroo, Coachella, and whatever other dingbat-named music festival and telling you, no, 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 this was different. These people deserved it. According to these students, quote, the apartheid regime of Israel is the only one to blame. That's actually a statement they put out. This is a letter signed by 34 student organizations. So over the past six months, we've learned a lot about these morons at Harvard. Because this is not the first time they've done something like this. What I find so bizarre about all of this is that when you do a Google search for what took place there... Google really plays it down. How did Google react to this article that contained public information on PJMedia.com about these students? Google demonetized PJ Media's coverage. You know, it's a conservative news outlet. They wrote a story, fact-based. What that means is that Google, you get what demonetizing is, they made it so that the news outlet can't make money off of their article. They can't put banner ads and stuff like that in there. Google decoupled the article about the students and their support for Hamas from advertising revenue. Apparently, Google claimed that telling the truth was dangerous and derogatory. And social media giant, Google, YouTube, basically saying PJ Media needs to take a financial loss for reporting on something that legitimately happened. Now, for good measure, Google sent the same alert to some other news websites, other conservative outlets. But PJ Media was a big one, and this was the first one people noticed. Google is demonetizing anti-Hamas news outlets that are basically criticizing the attacks on Israel. The Harvard Law students, by the way, took down their biographies from the student organization websites. They're ashamed of what they did. They're hiding. Apparently, they didn't like having to take personal responsibility or deal with the consequences in their professional lives for supporting a terror group. Some of them got fired from a law firm they were about to start working at before they even started. Google actually demonetized a lot of news outlets that were reporting on this. One website they couldn't demonetize was the Daily Signal. They don't run on revenue generated by Google. So Google can't demonetize them for pointing out the company's offensive behavior and attempt to help student supporters promote terrorism at Harvard University. But don't doubt for a second that the censors at Google wouldn't have done it if they could. If they could alter, I'm sure they're altering their search algorithms to prevent any article, any news story, any podcast. You know, this radio show you're listening to, I'll put a podcast up at the end of the show. Yeah, please subscribe to my podcast. I'd love that. We put up a podcast at the end of every show in case you ever miss an episode of this show. And I, 
I mean, you talk about this enough, you're going to get demonetized. I know it'll happen. That's fine. I'm prepared for that. I'd rather tell the truth and make less money. What are the alternatives? Promote extremism? Ignore what is obviously happening all around you? No, I'll, I'll, I'll choose the side of telling the truth. Thank you. Yeah, uh, let's get straight to discussion. We here to talk about something, about politics and government and all this hidden corruption. This show here ain't your average. This podcast, you gotta get. You tuned in with Ken. This is Pursuit of Happiness. I know you have problems in life. Maybe people that are close to you let you down. Maybe your loved ones, your friends, your family have disappointed you. Maybe you're sick, you're ill. Maybe you've reached tough times, financial constraint. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know where you're going in this world. Well, just be grateful that this woman is not your employer. Uh, regarding uh, something that was over at Duncan Tail. Where is it? What, what date was it? All from yesterday. Sure, Rom took it upstairs. I have to call him. He took it up. When I switched out the picture, I'll call him. I, I don't want you to do a damn thing. I want you to have a feelings about this one i know it's not a good look for a woman that's running for mayor but also you know you want your mayor to kick ass and take names right no 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 don't get me wrong this isn't an endorsement for sheila jackson lee for a long time this woman has had dysfunction in her office google this and i never i never tell you to google things mostly because i hate google but go to your favorite search engine and type sheila jackson lee voted worst boss you won't believe how many times Capitol Hill, Washington, D.C. news outlets have voted her the worst woman to work for in Washington, D.C. Just over and over again. It's been a, now, apparently, we wake up and I guess Monday morning, one of her staff members was attacked. Here with the story, or were, or was the, her staff member attacked? Here with the story is Holly Hansen of thetexan.news. Hi, Kenny. How are you today? I'm okay. I'm about, I, I, Holly, I worry that Sheila Jackson Lee and her staff are in trouble. I worry about her mental health, and I worry about the safety of her employees. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about her mental health. And I, I will just say that, uh, yes, Sheila Jackson Lee was voted worst boss a couple of years. Amy Klobuchar, I believe, has overtaken her uh, for worst boss in Washington. But, yes, the audio was released Saturday. It was published uh, by a, a blog site, Current Revolt. And uh, since, since gone viral and everybody's heard it, and we had this mysterious story yesterday 
uh, posted by another local media outlet, and they said that, or they claimed that uh, one of her campaign staffers had been attacked here in Houston by a, quote, right-wing blogger. But the same report said they couldn't name the blogger because no police report or no criminal charges were going to be filed. So I, I think that a lot of people are questioning the authenticity of this report and uh, questioning whether or not it's just a, an attempt to distract um, and change the narrative on this issue because people are asking, what what is Sheila Jackson Lee really like? Is this audio recording, you know, in, indicative of her management style? And uh, there was one group that uh, withdrew its endorsement of her. I think it's a Democrat young or young Democrats of Harris County or something like that, which they had endorsed, equally endorsed both uh, Sheila Jackson Lee and Senator John Whitmire for Houston mayor. But they withdrew that endorsement from Sheila Jackson Lee. So there's definitely some fallout from this audio recording. Um, the Congresswoman's staff did come out and make it a, an apology. I think it was uh, this morning. And so there's a letter out there floating around where she apologizes for it. And, and so, you know, for those who were saying that it, it was an unverified audio, which I found out it was verified on Saturday, um, she is not denying it. it Let's, can we talk about that for audio. a minute? Can we talk about that for a second? Houston Chronicle, if, for those that don't get what Holly's saying here, the Houston Chronicle makes the story about Republicans. The Houston Chronicle took this news from over the weekend and they reported Republican news outlets are sharing an unverified recording of of Sheila Jackson Lee. They posted that yesterday to Instagram. They put that in their, their crappy website yesterday. Same day that gets published. Same day that gets published. The Houston Chronicle posts an article about Sheila Jackson Lee's apology about the vulgar rant. And by the way, they're reporting on it. So what is, so what are these, are these asshats a Republican news outlet? I mean, they're talking about it on The View. They're talking about it on ABC News. They're talking about it in the Houston Chronicle. I don't understand the audacity of, of, of what's supposed to be the paper of record. The paper of all oh, the Houston Chronicle, the most respected news outlet in town, has to spin everything in, in such a manner that if you didn't know any better, you'd think they were the right wing news outlet that was out trying to attack Sheila Jackson Lee. The morons at the Houston Chronicle shot themselves in the foot again. Somehow, as stupid as Sheila and her staff are, as bad as she looks, as much of a giant flaming asshat and B word as she appears to be, the Houston Chronicle has managed to make this news story about them. About It's incredible to me how broken the media is in this town. People ask me, well, you get Holly Hansen on the show every week to tell you what's going on. Yeah, we have to, because everybody in this town is a flipping liar, and I'm sick and tired of it, Holly. Wow, that was, that was Kenny Unleashed there. But, to, yeah, to your point, it was a little frustrating, and, and I happen to know that all of the, quote, legacy media got the recording on Friday morning. I didn't get it with that initial round, but I got it later. And uh, I, I did post on social media that I had it. I had received it, and I was in the process of verifying it. Um, but, uh, yeah, Current Revolt picked it up and, and published it. They got a hold of it. And uh, it was only after they went ahead and published it that uh, the Houston Chronicle followed suit. But, again, you know, they kind of called it, oh, right-wing uh, media sharing this. 
So it's, you know, it, it, it is a little frustrating. In, in a related story, last week we had the Secretary of State's office release a preliminary report on the audit of Harris County's elections. And there's some pretty disturbing facts in that report. It's about 147 pages. The Houston Chronicle didn't talk about it. They talked about, you know, some irregularities. They didn't include the Secretary of State's comment about uh, violations of Texas law right. that uh, mandate a certain amount of supplies. It, it was really kind of an interesting uh, way to cover the story without covering the story. And I think that that uh, that's why a lot of people are frustrated with the mainstream legacy media and they're looking to other media outlets. And that's it. By the way, how funny you you guys hear Holly on this show every week. Every week you hear on the show Michael Quinn Sullivan and his team from Texas Scorecard. Listen to this soundbite. Listen to this soundbite yesterday from The View of Tony from Current Revolt, Tony Ortiz. Let's, they actually name drop him. It's a far-right blog called Current Revolt, and they release alleged audio of Democratic Texas go- Congresswoman and mayoral candidate Sheila Jackson Lee. A, a, a far-right news blog called... People hate the guests I have on this show. Holly, I know... I know people don't hate you as much as they hate the other guests, but they hate you too, and you know that, right? Thank you. I, I sometimes get some emails and such, uh, but uh, you know what's interesting too is when you have some of the mainstream media outlets report on something like that. They they always construe the other side. They construe our outlet as a far right media outlet, um, and uh, others, you know, far right and so forth. You never because it's, hear cause it's easy. Some of these groups. Yes, it's easy, but you never hear them characterize blogs on the other side of the aisle as far left. Right. They, they will, you know, adopt their preferred language of, you know, nonpartisan, prof, nonprofit, such and such, you know, is reporting this you, without pointing out that they are, in fact, a far left advocacy group. What, what you just said is so profound. I don't know if you know, and pop culture does it too. God bless Andrew Breitbart and rest his beautiful soul. Once pointed out to us that culture is downstream. Politics is downstream from culture. Politics is downstream from culture. There's this, uh, this, this lame halfwit actor named Jared Leto. He's a complete joke. And he's in this group called 30 Seconds to Mars. It's a just a pathetic attempt to get some... It's, it's basically the alternative rock equivalent of a boy band. And they have a song on the radio called Walk on Water. And it came out a few years back, right after Imagine Dragons got real popular. Jared Leto's acting career was kind of in a slump. And all of a sudden, just like that, he had an album that came out that sounded exactly like Imagine Dragons, the hottest band at the time. What's the point? The point is this. The single on the album has a lyric on it that goes like this. It goes, a thin line, the whole truth, the far right, the left view. And then it goes, do you think that you can walk on? Anybody that knows this obnoxious song, I'm sorry. Even in your dumb pop culture songs, your crappy attempt at being in a, uh, some kind of edgy rock group, Hollywood can't resist. The media can't resist. Everything is always the far right and the very reasonable left. And that's what Holly's talking about. Holly, we got to get to this thing about Sheila Jackson Lee's staff member getting attacked. I don't even think we brushed on that yet. Can you hang on and do another segment? Sure. Are you happy to. Are you okay? I'm not getting on your nerves, am I? (laughs) Not at all. Not ever. Holly, I'm talking to you calms my savage soul. I'm kind of worked up today. I got to tell you. Well, good. I'll pray for your savage soul today. You sound like <laughs> you sound like you're annoyed by me, Holly. 
Not at all. All right. All right. <laughs> Not at all. all right. I'm sitting here smiling. You can't you can't see me since we're doing this remotely. But uh, yeah, I'm smiling and listening to your your pontificating on these issues. Holly, and, I, like, uh, I like to imagine that you, me, and the radio listener are all in the same room, and I can't help but think I just made everyone very uncomfortable. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think so. I, I think that uh, there's a silent majority out there that agrees with what you're saying. I mean, they're tired of the constant swipes from Hollywood uh, about anything that may be Christian um, it, it, or, you know, slightly right of center while giving a pass to people who are on the left. And, you know, they don't use the same uh, descriptors for the far left. I mean, there are, for example, when we look at the criminal justice reform movement, um, you know, there are some far left criminal justice reformers who are going around the country suing uh, county governments like Harris counties and 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 uh, other criminal justice uh, organizations, government organizations, because these people don't believe in not only pretrial incarceration, but they don't believe in having anyone in prison or jail, even if they are convicted of a crime. So, um, but they don't get that same moniker of far left reformer that you get when you have someone who is right of center. Um, or sometimes even moderate. Uh, you know, I, I'm always interested, too, in international news where they will refer to um, any leader who is not on the left, very left, as a far-right candidate. And it's a little harder to parse foreign uh, politics, right? The parties are a little bit different. It's not as easy to identify, but the American media is very quick to apply those labels. I think it was a very eloquent way of saying they're all a bunch of asshats. I'm listening to Pursuit of Happiness Radio. This is Kenny Webster's Pursuit of Happiness on KPRC 950 Houston. And I'm not very happy about it. All right, I want you to imagine... I want you to imagine how convenient this was. Sheila Jackson Lee has a scandal, right? She has a scandal going on. She's got a profanity-laced recording that released makes her look mean to, you know, like what middle-class voters and Christians. And that's it's not a good look while you're running for mayor. And then all of a sudden, as this takes place, her campaign chair gets assaulted. Gerald Womack, chair of the Sheila Jackson Lee's mayoral campaign, assaulted near his office Monday morning by a, quote, political operative. A political operative. And this news came to us courtesy of whom? An employee with Sheila Jackson Lee's campaign gave this information to the local news outlets. Uh, Holly Hansen from the Texan.News is on the line, one of the only honest news outlets that exists. Holly, who is this political operative? You know, that I do not know. I've been trying to find out. I've been reaching out to some sources to ask who it would be. I have some guesses, but I certainly don't want to say who I think it could be if it even happened. Um, the question is, did it happen? There's no police report. And uh, the outlet that first reported this incident said that they're not going to name the attacker because there's not going to be a police report or criminal charges filed. So, I, I mean, I think that is a little bit, I think we ought to take that news with a little bit of skepticism, healthy skepticism, um, and not just run wild with it until that's been verified, because that's a, that's a pretty serious accusation. Um, if the 
so-called attack attacker, alleged attacker, is who I think it is, um, could be. It's certainly not a right-wing blogger. My guess is if it's the person I think it might be, it's someone who's, who's actually uh, kind of bipartisan, jumps back and forth and uh, talks about uh, individuals on both sides of the aisle. But again, I I don't know. I cannot find any confirmation of this incident. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I, you know, there's there's very little information. It's very strange. Um, unfortunately, and this happens on both sides of the aisle, right? Um, there's everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people have these confirmation biases. And as soon as they hear a story like that, they're going to jump on it and say, see, you know, it's, My concern is they're going to say it's racist, although, you know, we don't know anything about this alleged attack. Um, The attacker supposedly has hired Oliver Brown to be uh, to represent him. And uh, Oliver Brown says that uh, the staffer is the one who launched the attack. So, um, yeah, yeah still everything a lot about of this reads. I'll, I'll be the first to say that there could have been violence. Something may have happened. Some assault might. I'll, I'll sure. look, but, but nothing about this makes any sense. And the media is trying to frame it as though somebody got up Monday morning, some right wing extremist, because everybody on the right's on the far right. There's no middle right. There's no near, near right. There's just the far right. And they went to the staff, they went to the, the campaign chair office. And they attacked this guy because they were mad that some recording from several months ago surfaced over the weekend of Sheila Jackson Lee berating one of her employees. Now, I ask you, take off your journalist hat for a minute and just put on your regular citizen BF sniff detector hat. Does that make any sense, Holly? Does that does that narrative make a lick of sense? It's a really strange story. Really, really strange. I mean, yeah, why someone would do that, I, I don't know. And it, it, like you said, it's possible something actually happened and there was some sort of uh, fight between two individuals and it's being represented in a way that, uh, you know, it's good PR for one side and not the other. We just don't know. There's just not enough information. It's all very vague at this point. But. Uh- um, if there is a real incident and something uh, that uh, matches what's being said, I think we'll find out. Now, I don't know if you know this, but a short time ago, while you and I were on the line together, uh, Lena Hidalgo, Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo, posted some tweets about Sheila Jackson Lee. Now, again, I know you're a journalist, a reporter, just the facts. I'd love to get your reaction to this. Lena Hidalgo says, what I admire most about Sheila Jackson Lee is her deep commitment to the work she does. But, of course, that passion as she said, need not impact the staff. I so respect that she acknowledges that. And then she goes on to say, she shares my values of transparency and a genuine commitment to the community. Now, the last thing is completely subjective, but boy, transparency. Transparency, Holly, would you say that Sheila Jackson Lee and Lena Hidalgo, based on your professional experience with these two women and election results and secret recordings, that these are transparent uh, uh, public officials? Yeah, we can do a whole nother segment about the problem with government transparency. You know, Harris County in particular has been sued numerous times to uh, obtain records that should be provided under the Open Records Act. They also have sued to uh, stop release of certain records even after an AG opinion said that they were to release the records. Um, So that makes it really hard to make an argument that uh, Harris County government is transparent. 
under Lena Hidalgo's guidance. Uh, We also did obtain a leaked memo from her legal counsel last spring. We wrote about it at the Texan News uh, that described uh, how basically to cope with open records requests that I think most readers would find um, an attempt to be not transparent and a little more opaque and uh, make it difficult to obtain records related to certain issues. Uh, there are quite a few games that they can play. They're, they're complicated. We don't have time to go into them right now, but, uh, you know, they put things under different departments and different, quote, custodians of the records. And if you don't ask the right questions and use the right words, you'll, you will have a very difficult time finding them. I mean, it's just remarkable to me. This woman is basically the reason the state audit found the Harris County violated Texas election law in 2022. We're supposed to sit here and pretend like she's transparent. It's absolutely fantastic to me. Uh, Holly, what do you think of the early voting? How's it going so far? Well, I don't know. I I was told that uh, it's a little higher than it was in 2019. But uh, as we know, a lot of times the, the... the certain groups turn out their votes at the end. They wait till everybody's a little complacent and not paying so much attention. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, there's still uh, a lot of time for listeners to get out and vote. And I would remind our listeners, in addition to the Houston mayoral race, they are very likely having some local elections, maybe school boards. There are a number of school board elections and bond proposals. Uh, that do affect your tax rates. Uh, Harris County has a bond proposal, and uh, the city of Houston has two propositions, too. So voters need to pay attention. It's uh, one of those off years where turnout is notoriously low, but uh, if you want better results from your government, I suggest you you get out there and vote and pay attention and get informed. (laughs) Holly, uh, I'd like to apologize for my behavior in the last segment. I didn't mean to blow my temper like that. You're fine. Sometimes it's frustrating uh, to to see what's going on and, and uh, still a little helpless sometimes, right? I got to admit, there's outside things unrelated to politics that are affecting me right now. I am, um, it's, a, it's a sort of a romantic issue. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm very concerned that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey aren't going to make it. I just worry about those kids, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I thought you were going to, you know, see what Taylor Swift thought about, uh, I don't know what policy issue we're supposed to be asking her about at this point. I'm among those who cares very little about what actors, actresses, and uh, musicians think about politics. What? No, we've got to ask them. They're the most important. Nobody's opinion about Israel and Ukraine is more important than Taylor Swift's, and nobody's opinion about the vaccine is more important than Travis Kelsey, and nobody's reporting on local political issues is more more thorough than Holly Hansen of the Texan.news. If you haven't already done it, find her on the, twi- the the platform formerly known as Twitter. She's on X is a thing we would have said in the 90s if she took ecstasy at a rave party. But now it refers to a social media platform. You can find her there. You can find her work at the Texan.news. I love you all. I think you're all beautiful. I'm grateful for you. Thank you for listening to this ridiculous radio show and the absolutely absurd news stories that we report on. We'll be back bright and early tomorrow morning with more of what you bought a radio for. Pursuit of Happiness Radio Tell the government to kiss your ass